So, welcome back to another episode of Tacos and Tattoos. Today, I want to share with you a story about a very influential person in my life that was a huge part of my teenage years and a very, very important life lesson that I learned from him. The big question is this, how do we live a life that is unapologetically ours? The summer of 2020, I was struggling. I was facing bankruptcy as my reselling empire was crumbling around me due to the financial constraints caused by COVID-19. I decided to stop trying to hold the weight of the world on my shoulders and get free. I sold off everything. I bought a first class ticket to Mexico and with no source of income and only a few thousand dollars, I went on an adventure. What happened next? Well, my name is Keely Stwicky and welcome to Tacos and Tattoos. So I think we all have our childhood heroes, that person that like came into our life and like lift us up and inspired us and really like helped us get through those angsty teenage years. And for me, that was Mr. Beckner. He was my high school FFA advisor and he also taught agriculture and leadership classes. Like, yeah, even this class on like personal finances. He was really amazing, and he taught because he loved it, and he went way above and beyond, and he also had a pig farm, like which was the most interesting part about him. He loved that pig farm. It was his dad's pig farm, and he would even bring in stillborn piglets for us and we did he would like provide them for the science department and he like just teach us about like actual farming and agriculture you know so many teachers even when I got into university I noticed that none of my business teachers actually had a business like they never had a business in their life. They just like read a book about it or got a degree in in how to do business, but never actually did business. And it blows my mind looking back that those people were allowed to teach me anything about business when they actually never had a business. But Mr. Beckner was able to teach us about agriculture because he actually had a farm. Like he literally would shovel pig crap and deal with like death and birth and all the obstacles that was farming. He was really an amazing man. And I remember, I don't know if it was my junior or senior year, but I did not have the money to go to FFA Nationals for the plane ticket and buy the plane ticket at the time. And I don't remember what was going on with my parents, but I think my parents were always fighting. And so I think it was one of those things where they were like, well, if you want it, you figure out to pay for it. And at the time I had horses and I was like showing my ponies and I like did I think I was like angry that my my dad who is very wealthy and my mom who inherited it well not inherited who got a lot of money in the divorce from my dad would not pay for this plane ticket to one of the most influential this and that trip was one of the most influential uh trips of my like that's how I discovered the college that I went to and uh, I won a national award there and like it was just the time of that you know that event was the highlight of that year but Mr. Beckner noticed that I hadn't signed up yet and the deadline was approaching and I was like I don't have the money for the ticket my parents don't want to pay for it um 
And so he paid for my plane ticket. And it I feel so horrible about it. It actually took me a year or two. It might have been a year, year and a half to actually pay him back. Like I was a freshman in college when I went and I visited Mr. Beckner back in high school. Like we did all awkwardly, you know, when you go to college and you come back to high school and be like, hi, I don't know why I'm here, but I miss it here. I just want to see you guys. It's weird. It's weird looking back, but that's what you do. And so I went back and said hi and I brought him a check for that plane ticket. I think it was like 300 and something dollars. And he was very appreciative. And I also felt like a shitty person because I hadn't paid him back sooner. But, you know, when you're a teen, you just, you're just, yeah, you're somewhat a little selfish shit sometimes. And you're just, like, for me, I was always in, like, fight or flight mode, too, because of the way my parents' dynamic was. And I was on, like, antidepressants. And from the outside, people could be like, wow, Keely, you grew up really privileged and your life was really amazing. But when you were inside my home life, it was warfare, Like, my dad was not very, he was not a very loving person. He was one of those very, like, stoic, type A engineers, didn't show any emotion, was only proud of me when I actually was, like, achieving anything, which is why I think I was hyper, hyper, uh, I hyper-developed that achievement skill (laughs) that I I have where I only really feel, like, any sense of fulfillment if I'm checking things off my list. My dad taught me that. Um, my stepmom really didn't like me. And there was just always drama in my house there. And then my mom had her own sense of drama with boyfriends and divorces and marriages and all the things. So Mr. Beckner was really like one of those stable people that was really amazing in my life. And this lesson that he taught us was he had these things we called Becknerisms, these sayings. And we called them Becknerisms, and his name was Mr. Bob Beckner. And he would say them all the time, you know. And one of them, I don't remember many of them, unfortunately. I wish I, I wish I had written them down or really like knew how, you know, you don't know how influential and amazing something is until it's gone, right? Until you're like years later, you'd be like, wow, I remember that. I mean, I'm 32 now. I haven't been in in high school for a long, long time. And what I do remember was he used to say effort is never wasted. And that was one of the the biggest ones we actually had on our FFA sweatshirts. We had that and it said effort is never wasted. And again, at the time, I didn't really understand what that meant, but it that saying followed me all the way until now. And every time that I do something and it feels like It's not worthwhile. It's extraordinarily painful. Um, I remember that saying because if I look back, all the things that I did that I failed at, all the things that I lost, all the mistakes that I made, they were just lessons on what not to do and what didn't work. And the feedback on what not to do and what doesn't work is if not more valuable than when you actually win. Because we always remember those embarrassing moments. We always remember those those things. And it's so true moving forward. The other Becknerism that was never officially deemed a Becknerism, but I'm going to call it that because it always followed me as well. And as someone that was like higher achiever and wanting to do everything perfectly and live my life perfectly, was your spouse will make or break you. 
And I always was like, yeah, duh, like you just got to find like a nice guy. But what I didn't realize is that when you grow up without good examples of what a nice guy is and what a loving relationship is, you will spend your entire adult life confused as F about why it's not working out. And that's why I've become such a student on it. Because all through my 20s, like, it's just extraordinarily painful situations. And while I'm not completely healed, and I definitely still struggle, I am a million times ahead of where I was in my 20s. Like, I wish I could go back and give that girl a hug because, damn, she put up with some shit. (laughs) But it's, like, compounded, too, at the same time, you know. But, yeah. Your partner can make him break you. Make or break you. So choose wisely. Thank you, Mr. Beckner. I wish I could go back and, like, really have... I wish I really had a success story to be like, hey, those words of wisdom really did help me to achieve this thing. But I guess if you look at it as in, like, I didn't marry some loser and I don't have three kids with some loser that would be an achievement. Like it's, but I'm better off where I'm at than what could have happened. So that's good. Or have a kid with a narcissist, like my, my friend, all breaks my heart. Um, but yeah, Mr. Beckner, effort is never wasted and your spouse will make or break you. So I'm wondering, like, do you have, like, we get, we all have them. Do you have a person that is part of your, your past that really, really left you some pearls of wisdom. I really think one of these days I'm going to, I should write him. I remember I heard from another kid I went to high school with that he lost the pig farm when his dad died because of inheritance tax. I mean, teachers don't get paid that well. And while he taught finances, I don't know if he was super great at finances because he drove, oh my God, he drove this like 1980 Buick. He was like a frugal dude. Like, Yeah, and then he was able to get us a school bus. Like, he knew how to drive a school bus. So when we went to FFA events, he would drive us in the FFA school bus. Like, it was not part, because, you know, the school district, I think, was using, like, first student to drive the buses. Like, this was the FFA school bus. Like, it was ours. And it was, I don't know if he bought it for us or if it was something he fundraised for, but that man really did have a heart of gold, and he loved it. And he, I remember he was talking about retiring the day that, the year that we graduated, he's like, yeah, we're going to be one of the last. And when I went back many, many years later, he was still teaching and there was no retirement in sight. And I think it was just because the, the economy with the pig farm and all the things he still had to work. It's heartbreaking. Oh my, it's heartbreaking. You know what? If I, when I, when I really make it and I have the funds, it would be people like that, that I would be like, let me help you. Like, I'm going to buy you a freaking pig farm. (laughs) Like, what else are you going to do with your money? I don't need a mansion. But if I could go back and I could, I would love to do things for my mom. And I'd love to buy Mr. Beckner a pig farm since he lost his pig farm. That is all. All right, you guys. Talk to you later.